Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another edition of Faith for Dominion. Uh, it's always glad in my heart to know you are out there listening to God's word. And it's always glad in my heart that every day our faith is building. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. My name remains Larry Janoku, and I'm here to share God's word with you. Amen. Before I go into today's message, I want to quickly invite you and bring this to your notice. That is that is um, the breakfast meeting, Dominion Voice breakfast meeting, uh, to Dominion Tools for Living Breakfast. I want to invite you personally again to next week. That is the first Saturday in the month of September, when we shall be having Breaking the Spine of Death. Breaking the spin of debt. Now listen to me carefully. Are you in debt or you know somebody who is in debt? Please note that it is the desire of God for every one of us to be free from any form of debt. And that is what we'll be looking at it. Debt is a spin. Once you enter that spin, you continue to spin on and on. And I want us to know that it is knowledge. Knowledge of God's word. Knowledge of what to do that makes the difference whether we'll be free or we'll continue to go in the, that spin. And I want to encourage you, it's going to be at the Royal Canadian Legion, which is 14339 50th Street, that is here in Edmonton. And if you are watching, it's going to be by 9 a.m. 9 a.m., by the grace of God, we'll be having the breakfast first, 9 a.m. to about 9.15, we'll 9 a.m. to 9.15, 9.20, we'll have breakfast, after which we'll go straight into the program of the day. Please come. The, the it's all being paid for. The admission is free, so you don't. I mean, just come. Come apart from us sharing God's word together. We have to share fellowship together. It's always a great time. Nine a.m. And if you are watching from Europe or Africa, it's going to be by seven p.m. in the evening. I mean, yeah, four p.m. in the evening rather. It's going to be by four p.m. in the evening. As we speak right now, it should be seven p.m. over there in Africa and in Europe. But on that day, it's going to be by 4 p.m. Please make sure you tune in. You know anyone who is struggling in debt or you are you don't even have debt, please still come. Knowledge is important. Knowledge is extremely important. And joining me that day is Tunde Obasan. He is a chartered accountant. He knows so much about the finances. We'll be talking so much technically. And then I'll be coming also from the area of the word of God, what does the word of God say? And then mixing the, the professionalism with the word of God. I tell you, you can't afford to miss it. Please make sure you come. And don't say you're going to call in or you're going to watch on TV or you're going to watch on the Facebook or YouTube on that day. If you're in Edmonton, you just have to be at the venue. There is a different spice that it gives to you. There is a different flow of God's power and anointing that is available at, on that day. So please don't miss out and make up your mind to invite your friends, your colleagues, your neighbors. Bring them. Even if you have enemies, bring them. Debt is not anything anyone should be proud of. And we're going to look at what it means to have debt, the kind of debt that is permitted and the kind that is not even permitted at all. But please note, it is time to break the spin of debt. The Lord bless you as you... Come in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Hallelujah, glory to God. I welcome us again. Today we'll be looking at the topic. We are starting a series or a topic today we call Pictures Become Realities. Pictures Become Realities. Amen. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, we thank you for bringing us again together today. It is time for your word. Speak your word to us. Let your word transform our lives. Make us doers of this word. And help us to be better people. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Now, ladies, welcome again. Now, listen to me, beloved. I want us to know that this topic we are looking at today, as simple as it is, it is what will determine whether you will go far in life or whether you will go or whether you won't go far. Whether you will be free or whether you will stay bound. Now, a lot of people want to become who God wants them to be. But there is a missing link between the promise and the reality. There is a missing link between what God has said and the reality of life. And a lot of people begin to ask questions. Are these promises, can they come, can they be real? Can they actually be real in our lives? Oh, I have dreams, I have goals, I have vision. But how will I get these dreams and vision? How do I get them into reality? especially in a challenging world when there are so many things affecting and, and denying people from becoming who God wants them to be. Let me tell you sincerely, the COVID is there. The financial, the financial breakdown will be there. Possibly you just lost your job or possibly you are trusting God for one thing or the other and the economic situation and circumstance is not permitting you for the reality to be seen. Listen, there is a way out. And that way out is so simple that if every one of us will adhere strictly to it, we will eventually become what God wants us to be. We will not only meet our goal, we will exceed our goal. A lot of people would say, what God has told me to do, I cannot achieve them because I don't have money. And I have said it times without number. Money is not an inhibition, it's not an hindrance to whatever God or whatever your dream may be. God did not create money. Money is a is a make of men. In, the, in those days, people started with trade by barter. People will give this, to have this. People will exchange items. And then it became very difficult for people to be able to trade by barter. Why? Because, so because of the visibility. You have a cow and I want to have a chicken. So how do we do it? You have to kill your cow before you can have my chicken. Okay, if you have to have my chicken, how many chickens would you have as against a cow that you are bringing to me? So there was that challenge of that. And many, many, somebody may possibly may have yam and he wants to have, the other person wants to have grain. How would you quantify the yams with the grain? So it became a challenge. So people now began to invent what you call cowries. So people begin to use cowries to begin to exchange for goods and for goods and possibly services. Then he moved on again because calories now became so heavy to carry. Then people now began to use precious metals. You have gold, which is of value. And then the, 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 the challenge came again. At what value do we place what you have brought vis-a-vis -vis what I have brought? Then it became another challenge. Then gradually, we began to move to money, wherein you have a value of, an, of a currency vis-a-vis -vis what it can purchase. 
So when people say money will not allow me to do what God has told me to do, or money is not helping me to actualize my dream, I tell you money is not the challenge. The challenge to you actualizing your dream is what we are talking about today. It looks simple, but at the end of the day, I want you to give the teaching of today, I want to give you an assignment wherein you will have to practicalize everything I have told you today for a period of three months. Three months at a stretch, you have to, just like a doctor will prescribe medication to you to use for to, to for you for one thing or the other. So also, I am a I am also have become a world practitioner today, and I'm going to give you medication on what to do in the next three months. If only you will adhere strictly to it, you will realize that you will attract anything and everything that you desire because it is in line with the word of God. Somebody say amen. So I'm going to start off today by reading the scripture to us. And I'm going to read to us Philippians chapter 4 from the Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Philippians 4 8. It says, and I read, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one thing, one final thing, one final thing, then full stop. You see that? One final thing, then it says, full stop. Then it says, what is the final thing? Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Full stop. And it says, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Now, this is the word of God. And we are looking at the topic today. Pictures becomes reality. Now, listen to me carefully. The, the Lord God Almighty is sending this word to you today and is a direct instruction to the reality of what you want in your life. Now, please note that the picture you have in your heart, the picture you paint, the picture in your thoughts, will eventually become what you will become. Will turn out to be what you will become. You are in charge of your soul. You are in charge of situation and circumstances around you. But if you give up the situation and circumstances around you up to say, I am not in charge. Somebody else is in charge. Or this government is in charge. Or situation and circumstances are in charge, then you have missed it. Why? Because the Bible says, finally, fix your thoughts on things, on what is true, on what is honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. That is, God is saying your thoughts, the pictures you paint, Create the world you live in. Now, I've had many people who have written many books on the power of the mind or on, 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 um, on motivation. Listen to me. Whether you like it or not, all this that you have that people have put together is uh, they take it out from the word of God. It take it stems the root is from the word of God, and many of them. They are true because they base it on a law, which we call the law of attraction. 
The law of attraction simply says anything that you think about deeply will eventually manifest in your life. That is, your predominant thoughts, you eventually become your predominant thoughts. Now, let me share this example, this example with you. Many years ago, as I was leaving paid job, I had it in mind to become an entrepreneur. And I was trusting God to show me and lead me the way I ought to go. But while I was doing paid job, I've been doing it for over a decade, many years. And I was already used to 30 days make a pay. So when I was thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, I had a struggle within me. I had a struggle within me. What was the struggle? Where will the money come from? Where will the where will the money come from to take care of my family? Because I was already used to being paid 30 days a pay. So what did I do? I knew it has to start from my thoughts because that's what the Bible says. So those days, I will pack my car and I will join a bus to go with to go with a bus to my office. And that period of time, the driving period for me going from my home to my office, driving period is about one hour. If I exceeding one hour, so I got a book, and the title of the book is The Secret. I took this book. This book is not so much of a religious Christian book, but it just stems everything about life, getting it from this scripture. What you think about. So I began to read. The summary of that book is all about your thought process. So as I read that book, I knew in me that for me to become an entrepreneur, I have to change the picture within me. I have to change the picture within me. I read that book every morning, and each time I read, I will stay and meditate. And I will stay first and foremost to stop thinking as somebody who is on paid job. And I began to think about success as an entrepreneur. I began to think what I, the place I wanted to get to. I did that for a period of weeks. And eventually, I began to attract the same people. They began to attract the right people to do the work with me. So eventually, I met a young guy who had a vision, who had a vision of what I was trying to do. So he came to me, I called him, and we began to talk. And he said, yes, I'm into it. And then we registered the company. And while I was still working, he was out there in the field running it. He ran it and ran it and pushed it so hard. Eventually, a year and a half later, when I was to leave my paid job, I switched. Now, what am I trying to say? That young boy had always been there, out there. He has always been there. That entrepreneurship, what we started doing then, has always been there. But I never saw it as a reality in my life because I did not change my thoughts. Your thoughts, your thoughts, you become your thoughts. Your thoughts bring, becomes your reality. The pictures in your thoughts become your reality. That is why I tell people, you cannot begin to think as a dwarf, you being a dwarf, and expect to be a giant in reality. You cannot be thinking failure thoughts and expect to succeed in life. 
it does not work. You cannot be thinking to soar as an eagle and you'll be thinking thoughts as chickens. No, your thought produces where you eventually end up into. If you think in life that you will succeed and it becomes your predominant thought, apart from the fact that your body begins and every faculty of your being begins to walk towards you becoming a success, you will eventually also, not only that you will attract to yourself people who have succeeded and are succeeding and you will find yourself succeeding. That is the truth. The scripture says, finally, my brethren, fix your thoughts on things that are true, not things that are not things that are false. Fix your thoughts on things that are true, things that are honorable, not things that are despising, not things that are despising. And I'm going to say here, if peradventure you are in a clique and you are within a clique of people that are always telling you it is not true that people can make it. Listen, they are anti-scripture. Don't listen to them. Get away as quickly as possible from that group. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to naysayers. Because your thoughts attract to yourself what you are thinking. Your thoughts attract to yourself. If you are thinking of building a conglomerate, a big massive company, your thoughts must align. When you begin to think that way, you realize that people that will help you to build will be attracted to you. Like-minded people will come to you. It is just the way God has made it. That's the way God created it. The people of the world, I mean, uh, motivational speakers and uh, the positive thing, they will tell you the universe will attract it to you. It's not the universe. That's what they don't know. It's not the universe. It is the God of the universe who has programmed it that way that will attract such people to you. So when you are thinking thoughts that are not right, check it, you eventually end up being who God doesn't want you to be. So your thought is important. Your, you determine what you become. Your picture determines your outcome. You cannot be thinking as a dwarf and think and expect yourself to end up being a giant. Your thought determines your destination. Listen to me. That's why I said money is not your problem. Money is not a problem. It is your thought. It's your thought. You just step out with the idea that you have in mind and you will see that money will follow and will be attracted to that idea because there is a strong thought that has come in you. Recently, I've shared this before. Recently, I was watching a, a message on the YouTube and I never popped up of a young, some people, I mean, an advert which says, you can get one bracelet from somewhere in Asia and it will make you to become rich. It will attract to you good luck. And people began to embrace it. Now listen to me. It, is, it was not that bracelet. It was because the people, once they had that bracelet, they believe that by putting that bracelet in their hands, it will attract favor, it will attract abundance, it will attract money, it will attract wealth. So once they put it on, their thought changes and they begin to think positive. They begin to expect right things to happen to them. Eventually, it is their thought that, pro that, pro that drew it 
It wasn't a bracelet, but the person had to use his had to work on the mind that if I make you believe that if this bracelet is in your head, it will make you succeed, and you begin to think success, eventually you will succeed. That is the truth. So eventually they had the bracelet on, and someone said, I lost the bracelet. Immediately lost the bracelet. He was already thinking this good will not come again. And eventually, what they thought began, began to happen. So what am I trying to get to you today? I'm going to be rounding up very soon. This is just the entry, the, the, the introduction to this message. Please note this, your thoughts. What God has given to you and I is not a bracelet. He has given us his word. His word is much more authentic and much more real. But because we are people who believe in what we see, what we see, we say seeing is believing. I said, no. Once you have seen it, you don't need to believe it. I can see this pen in my hand. I don't need to believe it's a pen I'm holding. I know it's a pen I'm holding. So seeing is not believing. But because we live in the sense realm, everybody wants to see before we believe. So people will say, believe that you will have it. Believe that once you have this bracelet, you have good luck. You have good things. You don't need to go to that. You need to stay in the realm of God. Wherein you don't see, yet you believe his word. A lot of people believe, a lot of people always want to see because they want to stay in the sense realm. There are six, five senses that man is made up from. Eyes to see, ear to hear, tongue to taste, nose to smell, skin to feel. All these five senses have to do with the see, with the physical. Now there is the sixth sense, which is superior, and that is the invincible, the supernatural. The supernatural is also a sense realm, where when you log in into that supernatural, you begin to move at the realm of God. And that is the realm where God wants us to be. Where in that supernatural, the world becomes your reality. The promise becomes your reality. And how does that happen? By you believing and trusting the word and making those five senses to align with what you have seen, with what God has said, and make it your predominant thought. For example, the Bible says, Then I was young, now I'm old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed beg for bread. Make that scripture predominant in your in you to the point where it will enter into your spirit man. The motivational speakers will call it subconscious. Now, it must enter into your spirit man, wherein when you sleep and wake, it becomes your sleeping and waking thoughts. You are obsessed with it. You are obsessed with the promise of God. Once you have this, you realize that the reality comes and you eventually see it. Now, for you to be able to see, you must be able to paint pictures. The Bible says here, it says, the scripture makes it clear to us here. It says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, not wrong, pure, not impure, lovely, and not something that is hateful, admirable, admirable. Something that people will see in your life and they will admire. Any other thing other than this, do not think about it. I'm going to stop here. The first instruction I'm going to give to you till we meet next week is, number one, stop listening to news. Get me right. Stop listening to news. The news 
paint pictures that are not right. So the first thing I want to follow up, give to you between now and next week is number one assignment. Can you stop listening to news? Just stop. Don't listen to news again. Fix your mind on the promise. Anytime you want to listen to news, say, no, I'm doing an experiment. I'm going through a medication. Number one medication, stop listening to news and listen to God's word. Stop listening to news and listen to God's promises. Until I come your way, then we'll meet next week Wednesday. We'll go further. I'm going to stop here. Are you there? Are you born again? Are you saved? If you are not born again, if you are not saved, you do not have, you cannot produce the right thoughts. Listen, this is not motivational speaking. This is the word of God. For the fact that you were born in the church does not make you a Christian. For the fact that you were born in the bakery does not make you a bread. For the fact that you were born in the hospital does not make you a doctor. So for the fact that you were born in the church does not make you a Christian. For you to become a Christian, you must give your heart to Jesus. He must enter into you. He must live his life through you. And then he will start working on you. Remember, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ, the thoughts of Christ. The Bible let this thought be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. There is also always a mind. Let his mind be in you. That is your thoughts, your mind. Let his mind be in you, which was also in Christ. When you give your heart to Christ, that mind starts the process of unfolding. You want to have the mind of Christ? The superior mind with great thoughts. Let's pray. I want you to pray this prayer with me. After me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today to give my life to you. I am sorry for my sins and I ask for forgiveness. Forgive me my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Today, I come to you to accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that you died and rose from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Today, I give my heart to you. Today, I am born again in Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. You are saved. You are born again. The mind of Christ has been imputed in you right away in your spirit. But your soul needs to be transformed. You need to now to listen to God's word. I want you to please visit Dominion Voice Christian Outreach YouTube and start listening to God's word. Look for a Bible-believing church and start believing God. And if you have listened to this man that has blessed you, please subscribe in the YouTube page. Or you have listened to it, you are listening to it on the Facebook, please share it with your friends. It has the ability to liberate. Without being prayed for, the word of God has the ability to liberate. You shall know the truth, and the truth you know will liberate you. That's what the scripture says. The truth you know will set you free. So please share this word. Forward it to friends and families. Or you're on the YouTube, subscribe. You're listening to it on, the, on, 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 um, on Instagram, please share it on your page. Let somebody be blessed. It is well with you. Father, I pray for everyone who is listening to God's word today. Pray, Lord God, that you will make your word real in our heart. As we obey your word, let us begin to see transformation in our lives and circumstances. I rebuke the devil over your soul. You that prayer that is sick, I say, receive your healing in the name of Jesus. I shut every negative door against you. And I pray that every positive door of lifting and exaltation be opened to you. In the name of Jesus, go and prosper in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Till I come back again next week, same time. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight.
See you next week. God bless you.